Hey there, I'm University of Phoenix student Marie Gonzalez, and this is Leadership 300. Today, I'm going to discuss power and how it relates to leadership. The concept of power and leadership have always been linked. According to our class text, an integral part of the study of leadership is understanding power, how leaders use it, and its impact upon those leaders, followers, and organizations it pertains to. We know power is necessary for effective leadership. It's essential for getting things done. But what is power? Well, Webster defines power as possession of control, authority, or influence over others. The key word here is influence. The relationship between power and influence lies in the result. They are often interchangeable. But where does power come from? People obtain power from a variety of ways. Fifty years ago, social scientists John French and Bertrand Raven put forth five sources of power that are still relevant today. They are legitimate, coercive, reward, expert, and referent. Let's look at these one at a time. Legitimate power is the power that a person holds due to their position within an organization. My work background consists of 20 years in the military, so an example of legitimate power in my case is a person who holds a higher rank. They can direct a subordinate to perform a task and expect that task to be completed based on the fact that they do have the authority because they wear the higher rank. Another type of power is coercive power. This type of power influences somebody to comply through a perception of or actual fear of punishment or reprimand. Coercive power is a commonly used power in the military and often serves up a feeling of negativity to the person that's yielding it. This leads me to the reward power. It pretty much means how it sounds, compliance due to the reward following the act. The types of rewards could be financial or, in my case, uh, a favorable duty assignment, time off, or any number of valued or desired items. Next we have the expert power, which is one's ability to influence others based on their recognized knowledge, skills, and proven abilities. In my case, a Naval Hospital corpsman who is an acknowledged expert in the sick and injured for the military would be a subject matter expert and therefore a expert power. Subject matter experts have power even if they are lower in the ranking of a company or a division based on the fact that they are acknowledged experts in their field. Finally, we have referent power. This power to influence others stems from the admiration and respect that that person gets from their subordinates. An example would be a naval hospital corpsman asking me to examine an undesired patient that I would normally decline to do, but due to the fact that I respect or admire that person, I comply. As you can tell by the examples put forth, it is the relationship between the leaders and their subordinates that determines the type of power used to influence them to complete tasks. Ideally, legitimate and referent powers would be the best way to exert influence over your staff. Thank you for listening.